0: Thank you for listening to the only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You can find all of our episodes at PharmacyPodcast.com.
1: This is Alan Sykes with Sykes and Company PA. You're listening to the Pharmacy
0: Podcast. Hey, it's... It's really not about necessarily passion, even though we're all passionate about our industry here in pharmacy. It's it's not even necessarily you know your connections, your location, um, how long you've been in business. If you're not able to manage your financial side of the business, if you can't manage money, if you're not able to do things correctly from a financial perspective in In really building your business um, you 're going to be at a disadvantage and I am so excited today to bring a champion guidance in um, in accounting specifically about the world of pharmacy, a premier accounting firm uh, successful that's been out for over 35 years helping independent pharmacies involved in every aspect of pharmacy accounting including tax advisement and business uh, needs um, buying pharmacies Uh, they've been a a nationwide uh, provider of these business services Uh, the owner of Sykes and Company Olin Sykes, welcome to the pharmacy podcast. Todd, thank you very much glad to be with you today so As someone who has started businesses and failed at businesses and then also been successful at businesses, you learn as you go. But if I would have known from the beginning that I needed someone in my corner that really understood how to uh, manage funds, money, um, and the world of taxes, I would have been so much further ahead. Give our listeners just a little overview of your background and then... How you got plugged into uh, independent pharmacy.
1: Well, Todd, um, it, it's interestingly, first all, I do that, you, you, you've mentioned the, the fact that if you had known a couple of things before you had started uh, so, some of your business functions... That you may have done some things differently, and I'm, I'm here to tell you that with independent community pharmacies, the two number two, two the two number one reasons for failure number one is lack of appropriate accounting records, and number two is a lack of uh, enough capital, whether it be equity capital or debt capital. That said, um, and that's generally speaking with a lot of small businesses, but especially with community pharmacies. That said, uh, our firm um, got started uh, some 30 plus years ago. Uh, I've been working with pharmacies now um, since the 70s. In fact, the first client I ever worked with when I got out of graduate school was a independent community pharmacy in a little town that I currently live in, even today, uh, that had margins of some 65-70%, and that was back in 73. Uh, and I thought that sounded pretty good at that time. Little did I know where margins would go from that point to where they are today. But uh, we had been working with independent community pharmacies all over the country, um, started really in our state, in our region, then went to the um, pretty much all over the country in the last 15, 20 years and are involved in working with literally hundreds of pharmacies on a daily basis in the cloud accounting aspect the full controllership aspect of managing the back end of the pharmacies being involved in the tax planning as well as the tax compliance end uh, in all aspects of transition uh, whether it's representing buyers or sellers whether it's uh, startup pharmacies whether it's uh, uh, retirement plans for, uh, but for pharmacies, but all aspects of that are, are, are things that we are commonly involved in. We're a firm of some forty
0: people, um, and uh, pharmacies is essentially all we do. Yeah, what what's impressed me about your organization, and I've been paying attention now for about two years, and. Wanted to have you on the show and excited that you're here to kind of share the, the vision of the organization of Sykes and Company is your consistency. You're putting out content for uh, pharmacy owners that they, they might not realize. You're putting out video content uh, of, of some advice of the day. You're you're putting out news uh, letters. You're putting out uh, good information. You're showing up at conferences. You're visual. You're, you're visible in the industry. You know, you're living and breathing this and, and, and you're not a, you're not an accounting firm that doesn't understand the business. You're not an outsider who is who knows basic accounting and knows, obviously, uh, the world of accounting, but not what an independent pharmacy is experiencing uh, day after day, month after month, uh, year after year. So it's it's interesting to have something that is so tailored towards owning a pharmacy. So. Um, tell tell our listeners some of the trends, some of the things that are taking place. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, shrinking margins. Um, that's been you know, it seems like it's it's increased in some ways. So um, share with the listeners some of the things that you've you've experienced and you've seen and some of the trends of being a pharmacy owner and what that means to your bottom line. Yeah, good, really, really good uh, points here, um, and, and as you've mentioned, uh,
1: on our website, we're constantly putting out uh, multiple videos a month, typically three to eight minutes in length, on various accounting, tax, pharmacy-related specific topics. we now built that library to over a hundred and some odd videos that are out there, um, and, and, and those topics cover a broad array of of, of, of trends whether it be issues with accounting, whether it be tax-related issues specifically related to pharmacy, whether it be transition issues, whether it be issues related to synchronization and adherence, the trend that we're seeing there that obviously is having a dramatic increase for top-line revenue for pharmacies that are, that are getting on board and those that aren't need to be, whether it's uh, the trends that we're seeing with, with technology, and my lord, technology in the pharmacy arena has changed dramatically in the last few years, um, and with payroll being the number one killer of uh, net profits. In a pharmacy, um, you, you certainly have got to employ all the technology that you can and, 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 and make sure that uh, from your script management system up to your perpetual inventory systems that unfortunately most pharmacies don't have to their industry-specific point-of-sale systems that they need, to their robotic, to their pill counters or whatever the case may be, to their, uh, to their phone systems. Everything needs to be interrelated and tied into to make sure that their payroll is way under what the NCPA Digest was most recently, which is about 10.7% for gross payroll as a percent of revenue. I will tell you that our top performers, uh, just on this one issue here, are are way down in the the mid-high single digits. And those are your top 20, 25% of the pharmacies from a profit perspective. So, uh, while pharmacy margins clearly have decreased even in the last 12 months, um, two to 4% across the country from what we've seen, those that are really plugging into the technology arena, and uh, and using some of the systems, a lot of it cloud-based that are out there to help and to tie into the script management systems are performing very, very well and are growing leaps and bounds in terms of profitability,
0: but typically stores. You know, um, these are kinds of the examples that I'm giving. Um, You go hire a CPA that is just general business, they have no idea what you just said. Um, um, Pill counting technology, packaging technology, pharmacy management systems, specific perpetual inventory analytics, all this that uh, a pharmacy owner needs to be able to leverage and utilize because it's there. And your organization understands that. And I like the, the fact that you're putting out uh, snippets of content that as a business owner I can, uh, you know, watch and then build some questions off of. And I think that's my suggestion for pharmacy owners listening to the show. Build a list of of your top three to five questions and just reach out to Sykes and, and ask these questions or send them an email or just, uh, you know, see, can I do any better than I'm doing right now? You may think you're doing fine. And, and if you, if you give it a chance to, to have some investigation done, it's like going to a doctor and you're, you're do you got to go to your annual checkup or your every two year checkup, uh, take your business to the doctor and, and have Sykes, you know, take a look through it. Um, Olin, I like the the videos that you're doing, the powerful pharmacy growth strategy. I also like the series that you've compiled about buying or selling a pharmacy. So let's talk about that because if I'm a, a pharmacy owner... I'm at that time in life that I'd like not to work so hard, and either I want to sell off uh, uh, one or two of my pharmacies or I want to get completely out of the business, or the reverse of that, I'm coming out of pharmacy school. I've worked for a chain for two years, and now I'd like to uh, go out and, and put my name in the world by owning a pharmacy. Uh, tell us a little bit about how Sykes helps out with either the buying or selling of a pharmacy. Absolutely. Uh, the, the the first track, obviously, if someone is looking to exit from a pharmacy, and as
1: you know, Todd, there are many more pharmacists out there looking to buy pharmacists than there are pharmacies available to sell currently, and uh, that may change in time as the boomers retire, but the the boomers that are looking to retire need to be planning at least five years out. They need to make sure, and these are all topics we have videos on, on our website, they need to first of all make sure that their accounting books and records are in pristine shape. And what do I mean? What I'm talking about is when you look, most pharmacies are using QuickBooks. Most QuickBooks systems are used as glorified check writers. They're not kept up to date. We like to keep our accounting systems in the cloud, and we can discuss that later uh, on a real-time basis. But the balance sheet needs to have integrity. That means cash needs to be reconciled, third-party receivables need to be reconciled at month end. Inventories need to be tied in on some periodic basis whether it be with actual counts, cycle counts, or perpetual counts, whatever the case may be, or a combination of all those. All your notes and payables need to be tied in, but your balance sheet needs to be pristine. And if the balance sheet items are tied in, especially inventory, then your gross margins and cost of goods sold are going to be accurate on the P&L, uh, as well as your revenue. So it's, it's very important that the, the books and records uh, be be completely in, in sync with what you hope to optimize your your business valuation from, which in today's marketplace is largely uh, based off what's considered EBITDA on a recasted basis. And EBITDA, of course, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. And when I say recasted, <clears throat> what I'm talking about is if I'm, not, I'm if I'm a potential buyer, I'm interested in knowing that if you Todd are exiting the pharmacy in a retirement mode, what kind of expenses would I no longer have that you would take with you? And that basically increase, increases that value that a multiplier effect is put on by the, the banks that are specifically financing pharmacies in, in today's environment so that you, as the retiring owner, can maximize that value. But that's, that's one thing that needs to be done in, in that process. Um, It it, it helps you get, um, uh, you're able to assess where you need to be with respect to any kind of retirement plans or closing down those retirement plans that you may have had in process for a period of years. You need to focus, obviously, on uh, maximizing all of the operating expenses on your P&L, but that that labor is obviously the number one thing that needs to be looked at uh, along with the books and records as you begin to normalize that process working towards retirement. On the other side of the equation, if if I'm a buyer, I'm going to be first and foremost looking at those books and records, and I want to make sure I want to drill down on those QuickBooks files and make sure that what I'm seeing is real. I want to compare them to the tax returns. I want to make sure that the two are in sync. Just looking at one just yesterday, was, the, the systems are not in sync. And when they're not in sync, then you can begin to wonder, well, what really are the right numbers? What are the correct numbers? We're also looking, you need to make sure that your audit dispensing locks. Uh, or that your acquisition costs are being downloaded properly and that you've got the right margins that you're following at the bench day in and day out so that you can maximize maximize the profit uh, uh, at the bench each day before your days in. Many pharmacies are not doing this. But, um, the um the, the buyer is very interested in these numbers because really they're buying cash flow in this situation it's not necessarily a script sale unless it goes to a, a big box retailer and then it's a, a a price less an adjustment which you probably don't want as a retiring owner and the buyer really wants to make sure that your your cash flow is being maximized and that you can uh, uh they can pay back that loan in a in a reasonably short period of time uh, typically seven to 15 years depending on what assets are being purchased and,
0: and that's what the banks will be looking for with are financing these transactions so i have a question myself and that is um you know it, there there's a There's an innovation in the business. Um, There's um, the hopes of provider status that's going to bring in some additional revenue to pharmacists uh, as medication specialists. Um, There's the uh, different pockets of specialization of medications. There's the world of specialty medication. There's a world of compounding. If I'm a community pharmacy owner and I'm looking at strategy, but I want to use my own Capital, my own resources, my own worth to help evolve my business, to grow into other sectors. And for example, I own three to five pharmacies, they're all retail community. Maybe I want to sell off a couple of those and take that money and put it into expanding into specialty, for example. Is that something that Sykes could help me strategize with and, and tell me uh, to help me build a roadmap to help me actually evolve my business? Absolutely, because it's, it's, it, as you know, most pharmacies go
1: from one to three to five to seven. They don't. They don't go from one to two to three. They they grow organically, and they grow exponentially. And they're typically uh, getting involved in the community pharmacy. They're seeing compounding as an opportunity. They're seeing specialty, and it's, of course, specialty as you know is just exploding right now. Um, but there's some special issues with 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 uh with, with specialty that you better make sure you've got uh, taken care of, including having the appropriate capital to take care of those raise within margins that you 'll have selling all those brands uh it may be d m e uh uh it may be long term care but each each segment of community pharmacy has its own has its own trends it has its own it has its own uh unique uh Processes that need to be accounted for separately, we typically like to make sure that the entities are set up separately and distinctly, if at all possible. For example, specialty typically is on its own. Typically, compounding sometimes is combined with regular community pharmacy, long-term care, because of the special purchasing arrangements that the pharmacists have with wholesalers. Typically, that has to be at a separate, separate physical address, and we typically like to run that as a separate enterprise. But. From day one, it's very important that the right entity structure be strategized and laid out so that in three, five, seven years, you'll have the right structures in place to maximize your opportunities. Because at some juncture, if you start, for example, a specialty, you may decide to bring in somebody to could be a, uh, your PIC, you may want to own 15 to 20% of that deal, and you may want to sell off that portion of it only, but not the rest of the pharmacy operations that you have. If you've got all, all that combined into one entity, that's problematic. So it's things like that that need to be looked at and thought out and strategized very importantly on the front end by somebody who understands the industry, otherwise you can wind up with a gigantic mess, and we see that very frequently.
0: <laughs> Yeah, this is so much more than just accounting services because it's 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 to me it, it sounds it's like guidance, it's direction, it's someone that has touched hundreds of pharmacies. So you've seen so many different scenarios and you've learned from those scenarios. So you're going to be able to take that, um, those outcomes, those failures, those stories, and give guidance to a to a pharmacy owner at all stages of the business, beginning the business, innovating the business, selling the business. Transferring possibly to a, to a family member, to a second or third generation pharmacist to keep things going with your legacy in your community. Um, oh, and this is extremely exciting and very impressive. So if you're listening and you think, hey, I want to talk to this guy or someone on his team, you just go to Sykes-CPA.com. Sykes is sykesc acom Um, Olin and his team practice what they preach because they leverage technology, even something as a scheduler. Go to the contact section. There is a schedule meeting section that you can just click on and you can choose a convenient time to actually talk with their team. Um, and and just get a perspective, get get an outsider's perspective who understands, lives, breathes the industry, lives and breathes independent pharmacy from an accounting perspective, and get a checkup on your business. See if 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 you're missing out on some things. If if there's any way to tighten up. If there's any way to expand. Um, oh, and I'm excited to say that um, that you guys are going to be coming back on the show with some other uh, interviews, which I'm I'm very proud to to, to put out there for our listeners. Is there anything you want to uh, say in in conclusion? Todd, I think the the, the number one thing is accounting and pharmacies today and and, and
1: tax planning and and the issues related that we've discussed here are – the accounting is so fundamental, and if you do not know where you stand, and I'm not, I'm not talking about what you have in the bank. If you do not know where the balancing position of your assets, and if you don't know your P&L process and where you stand intra-year, not after the end of the year when there's nothing you can do to plan for where you want to end up being, the fundamentally knowing you are so you can plan is the key today with successful pharmacy uh, ownership and development and 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 that is what the cloud and we'll probably talk more about this as we go forward that's what the cloud allows us to do using all the tools that are out there to give us 24 access and you 24 7 access to all your books and records without having exchange data in, in hard form and it makes it a wonderful way to uh, be able to to assist the pharmacies that we're helping through the country
0: well and i thank you so much for your um Your guidance and in your and coming on the show and giving us some of your insight. I've uh, watched you guys from afar for a while and and have been impressed, but more so now at understanding what you're actually delivering uh, to an to an independent pharmacy owner. Um, but not just a, a traditional independent pharmacy owner. If you're in the business of specialty, if you're in the business of compounding, institutional pharmacy, long term care pharmacy, any of those, um, you know, reach out to uh, Sykes and, and company and, and get some advice, get some direction. Olin, thanks so much for being on the Pharmacy Podcast. My pleasure, Todd. Appreciate it very much you're listening to the pharmacy podcast we're talking with olin sykes with sykes and company which can be found at sykes-cpa.com and we thank you for listening